This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Vince Neil fell off the stage and broke his ribs this week. I know what you're thinking. But we at the Livecast take no pleasure in this news. All our jokes these last few months were only trying to warn Vince and save him from this sad fate. But did he listen? No. Get well soon, Vince. We have so many more jokes to make. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. We hope Vince Neil is doing well and his he's back home now after a, a, a rib injury this weekend. We're going to talk all about it. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Rob here with Sid. Hello. Darren. And Noah. Was it da- edible Darren's ribs? Muted. Barbecue no, ribs? He, no, he broke his ribs. His human <laughs> ribs have been broken. He, he had a plate of St. Louis style ribs he was eating on during his set. And he fell off the stage and the ribs shattered and he couldn't eat them anymore. Is it fair to say that Vince Neil didn't do enough of those uh, electronically assisted crunches? And that would have toughened him up. Or, if he had or, or maybe too many where his ribs have been softened by those those neurotransmitters. There's definitely he, crunching going on. He just has too good of a work ethic in the gym, you're saying. That's just what it is. He's just too much of a workaholic. He doesn't know. You know when you're an athlete and you don't know when to dial it, ratchet it down, you know? Yeah. That's Vince Neil. He's just a pure athlete. And he so doesn't dedicated. know. He doesn't know when to come back from that cliff, you know? I'm That's sorry, the one has, thing about being an defi- athlete. Has the definition of athlete changed? Yes, just now. <laughs> we just officially changed it. I'm petitioning Whoa. to change it. I'm, I just called Webster's. What's your definition of athlete? Give us a call. Let us know. 213-WIDE-NUT, 213-943-3688. So Vince Neal, we've been talking about Vince the last few weeks. He's been, he's been the guy. He's been our he's cameo been champion. Yeah. He's been our I feel like comeback that, That's kind of how we started. That's how we got on the Vince Neal kick uh, is with his wonderful cameo a few months ago, maybe like a year or two ago now. Uh, and uh, after that, we started paying attention to his solo shows where he realized the man is not delivering vocally, not delivering <laughs> vocally at all to comic effect sometimes. Well, the real funny thing is we watched his cameos and he would just kind of indiscriminately shout out his song titles and lyrics as <laughs> as as a cameo. And of then the cam- of the cameos we've listened to, I would say he was the most half assed. Yes. So go ahead. I, but yeah. but then we watched his live shows and realized he's doing the same thing. He just doesn't know the words. Anymore. <laughs> this is his best. This and is he the just, best he's got. All he can do is indiscriminately shout out song titles. And, and lyrics that should be the name of the tour indiscriminately shouting at the devil <laughs> <laughs> words 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 sometimes they're in order sometimes not words 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 <laughs> and uh you know jared uh, mentioned it you know motley crew they have a big reunion tour it's been pushed back a little because of the covid it's happening next summer Tickets are very expensive. The cheapest tickets are over $120 for like the last row in the football stadium. Very expensive tickets. Less than a cameo by Vince Neal. (laughs) Yes. Do you get to eat his broken ribs? Oh, maybe now. Uh, So there's a lot of pressure. It's like, hey, people are paying a lot of money 
And, you know, he's doing these solo shows at a significantly lower price mm-hmm. <laughs> and significantly smaller venues. He's not playing football stadiums. And it's very and it's clear when his voice is coming through the PA, like his actual voice and not the backing tracks, he is not sounding very well. And uh, he's your opinion, doing- man. <laughs> I think it's it was collectively our opinion when we watched this footage. Yeah. Uh, so but it's also true that it is your opinion. She wasn't wrong. Oh, that's fair. That is fair. I want to be charitable to Vince Neal. I really do. I do think, not being real for a second, I think that, that Motley Crue gave me a lot of enjoyment in my life. I was, a, I was, I would say a Motley Crue fan up until Doctor Feelgood, uh, mm. and I've, it's kind of sad, honestly, to see him like decomposing like this. I feel like. Within the last few weeks, I don't remember if it was like a Facebook comment on one of the metal injection posts or something, but I saw someone comment somewhere about how, like, you shouldn't be making fun of Vince. His friends are legitimately concerned about him right now. He's not well, blah, blah, blah. And I, uh-huh. it gave me pause. And I was just like, man, are we is this going to like turn ugly and then we're going to feel bad about our jokes? And then, I mean, I'm glad he's not dead because then I might actually feel guilty. <laughs> but this is like almost that. I mean, like, I don't. Damn. Is it? I don't really feel like he's in danger. Of, he doesn't look like a suicidal guy. He's just like a slovenly, like stop. I don't giving think a it's like suicide as much as just like self destruction. You think he's like really like hitting drugs hard and stuff? I don't know. I, to me, it looks like he just Alcoholic. gave up. Like he's just eats all whatever he wants, and you know what I mean. Like he's rich. So but I, hope, I mean, I hope you know, fall off at the wrong stage, you might not get up. Yeah, true. Or Fair maybe all the partying is. is just catching up with him and. This is my guess is he he just doesn't give a shit and he this is like an easy way to make money he's not putting any effort into it but I could be wrong I could be wrong and I hope he gets help if he honestly I feel he's just a bit of a glutton too like he just overindulges himself and uh, doesn't really maybe he's depressed like he doesn't really put an effort into like bettering him so he keeps taking shortcuts like so Darren was joking earlier that a few weeks ago he posted the silliest Instagram post. He was at some like, you know, LA wellness clinic, yeah. uh, getting in shape and getting in shape was basically strapping a bunch of like sensors onto his gut yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that instead of doing crunches, the sensors trigger his muscles as if he was doing crunches, which that's like something I came up with stoned when I was like 19, you know? So <laughs> Glad that it exists. That's something hey, they do in physical therapy, though, Rob, for well, like muscle injuries. Rob well, invented I mean, physical therapy. I mean, Vince look. Neil, I guess now when Vince Neil inevitably needs physical therapy, he'll be prepared. <laughs> he knows hey, man, practice. My, my muscles are still twitching from the last time, man. It's great. It worked great. No, it's, that's not supposed to happen. Oh, all right, man. That so, sucks, then. <laughs> Do you think he's going to do cameos like while he's nursing these broken ribs? Well, he's been not doing cameo for a while. I think but now he's got medical since... bills. You're right. He needs that money. They're, earlier, Darren said we should be charitable to Vince Neil. I think by donating to the Kickstarter, he's about to for the GoFundMe. He's got I don't, I don't casts and shit. I, I wonder I if, if he'd be insurance. that charitable. <laughs> no. yeah, I don't know if he needs like, but that's what we were saying. We were saying like it can't be. In previous episodes, we said it can't be because uh, he loves the stage because no. he's half-assing it. If he loved the stage, he would have, uh, you know, put in more of an effort. So we deduced that it 
might be that he just needs the money. But like, what does he need the money for? I guess alimony. Like, what does he spent a lot of it? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably has a, a large lifestyle. So he's on the road. He has a series of solo shows. And uh, last. Fr- Go ahead. Go ahead I, I was going to say it's probably fair to say. For at least 20 years, he's been spending more than he's been taking in. Can we? Right. I don't know how much more, but I think that's yeah. probably a fair assessment. That's fair. That's I fair. Can see that, yeah. Yeah. And he just really likes foie gras and high end caviar, which I mean, he is foie gras. Caviar is expensive. <laughs> how do he's you just know a that? Big, he's a walking foie gras. <laughs> just he likes anything that would give you gout. He looks like he probably has gout. He's like that Bugs Bunny cartoon when they're on a deserted island and the person looks at the other person, they see a leg of lamb. That's what Vince Neil is now. He's the leg of lamb. So, oh, I thought you meant he like looks over at Mick Mars and tries to take a bite out of him. There's no meat on there. <laughs> Gaunt. Yeah. So on Friday, I posted this. I was very oh proud of this headline. New footage of Vince Neil performing Motley Crue classics in Tampa surfaces for you to suffer through. Oh, oh man. So mean. <laughs> I, I mean, it's the truth. Rob, uh, it's pretty good in reporter. that. In that blurry so photo. Yeah, so it's a little yeah. chubby, but not, you know, he doesn't look like. I was going to say, he, he looks thinner than we've seen. Can you him. hear it? It's those ad no. uh, shockers. It's still it. loading, and you just muted it. No. You're sabotaging your own clip, Rob? What's going on? Yep. Did it fall off the stage, the, well, the internet stage? This is probably the best way to enjoy this clip. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, let me just get, you know, there's a long oh, intro. Oh, here we go. But this isn't him falling down. No. Okay. This is the day before. So it's like, hey, guys, he's on the road, and he's not sounding good. That was the story. Let's and then the see. next day, I wake up and it's like, holy shit, Vince Neil fell. I was like, oh no. Maybe he read your article. I yeah. definitely felt I definitely felt a little guilty that I wrote that that headline. Oh, I'm so full of shit. You have oh, the power no. to change it. Vince Neil <laughs> fell down today. What will I do? It's not like you're not the editor of this website. You could have just. Oh, yeah. I, no, I want to cover this. It's so, no, that, it's so against my principles, but I have to. It's just news. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, I was I was like, it was more like, oh, Vince Neil, you've done it again. <laughs> oh, was- no. As Rob looks at a sack of money yeah. with a dollar sign. Listen, it wasn't it Vince Neil oh, no, isn't yeah. the only one with bills to pay. <laughs> yeah, Rob Rob's- did fall down the subway stairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's why, I, that's why I sympathize. And he also the- likes expensive caviar. So, By the way, I woke up with bruises that day when Rob fell down. Lord. <laughs> Weird. Can we watch this video and see if there's any foreshadowing? Like he does something that might lead him to tomorrow fall down off of the stage. Do you think Quite when enough. he fell that another member of Hanoi Rocks like fell out their like 20th story window? It's <laughs> <laughs> the si- similar connection as to Robin Darren, but yeah, like I thought it was Hanoi fatal. Rocks. I don't know. Hanoi, Hanoi. I thought it was Hanoi. Tomato, tomato. Look at how many phones are out. Everyone's just here to capture. Well, because they want to get on metal injection. They know that this, is, this footage is gold. It's not on your it's phone. Both. It didn't happen. That's right. How do we know that he fell if we didn't have footage of that, too? The backing track that's, is that's always. That's a fair okay, point. So I can't. 
can't even hear him. Yeah. That's probably for the best now. Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh, for the sake of discussion, I would like to hear what he sounds like singing. He's a shoppy, shoppy. So my qualitative analysis here so far, he actually is somewhat on key. He's not saying any intelligible words, though. Except yeah. Hollywood. He's got the tune. It's, ah, it's, the, it's the last word of the lyric, he'll say. Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, let me go back on he seems kind of low energy, huh? Yeah, I, there's not words there. Feel good. I feel like if our cats ever had a singing career, they would sound like that. If that sounded like that, I would take it to the doctor immediately. Oh. Okay, now you can hear him. People are having a good time. Yeah. Not as many phones. Oh, they're all out. Oh, never mind. Too soon. I have to say this is slightly less half-assed than yeah. the other uh, performances. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't think he sounds that terrible. Yeah, that one for... wasn't bad. Yeah. Imagine, like, so he did that performance. He's like, you know, I think my voice is finally starting to come back. That was better. I feel progress is being made. And then the next day he falls off the fucking stage. It's <laughs> like laid up in traction now, like poor bastard. Universe knows when to put a banana peel in it. <laughs> yeah. The fuck song is this? No idea. He's gonna cover nothing else matters. <laughs> All the high notes he skips. He's breathing. He's inhaling. Emergency room. Right? Is that the lyric now? <laughs> Look at this photo. Very oh. unflattering. Tonight, tonight, I need my oxygen. Right. <laughs> and then the next night, Vince oh, Neil God. rushed uh, to the hospital for possible broken ribs. That's and the broken ribs video? have been confirmed? Yeah, that's what Molly Cruz said. Yeah. Wait, there's video. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, Jesus Christ! It's like a trap door <laughs> opened. Oh. <laughs> and his hands were up, so he probably couldn't yeah. break his fall. Oh. And he's holding a guitar. Oh my God! Help yeah, I, I, guitar? the guitar probably landed on him after he fell, the way the steel chair landed on Mick Foley <laughs> when he broke through the top of the hell in the cell. <laughs> Poor That's guy. Why his ribs are broken? It, it might chair. be. Can we watch that again? Yeah. 
Oh, we're going to watch it like 40 times, Noah. Don't you worry. Can we watch it again? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh God. no. Oh, my God. Slow motion, please. I'm so disappointed that the video cuts off right after he drops. I want to see, like, the crowd reaction. Well, they probably pick him up. Actually, no, it's, he probably falls into the photo pit, so there's no people to catch yeah. him. Ugh. What was that? Whoa, I didn't hear that the oh. first two times. Oh, yeah. It's the... Sorry for that. I really do forget that. It's so funny. That looks rough. You're right. He, his hands totally did not <laughs> stop that his fall. That is the worst oh. way to fall yeah. when you completely have no idea that it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I, really, I really feel bad. I'm bad news. But I'm going to tell the truth. The truth is Vince fell and broke ribs when he fell. Oh, shit. He can't breathe, and he's going to get dealt with. Medically. How does he know? Is he is now, he like an EMT? He's a paramedic. He was so he's a bassist. He lives in Tennessee. Yeah. But he was willing to stick it out and tough it up when the people back here telling him, don't do it. Let's have one good round of applause, please, for this guy that's tough enough, but there's no fucking tomorrow. Is he going to come back and sing? No, he doesn't. We're gonna do one I will say when Dave Grohl broke his leg, he finished the set. So he hears it when he's getting taken out. Well, how old was Dave Grohl at that time? I guess that's true. Touche. And how much coke was he on? You know, Mick Mars must be sitting at home because this guy fucking three broke a rib. I have fucking <laughs> spina bifida for like 40 years. <laughs> yeah. What are you complaining about, bitch? <laughs> oh, my God. Stop, stop whining. Oh, it's just such a fall, no pun intended. It's such a fall from grace that like this guy used to survive fatal car wrecks and now he can't even negotiate a fucking concert stage without hurting himself. It's like, man, you used to be invincible. And now you're wow. Vince. Now Vince. Invincible. <laughs> Maybe it's Vincible. Maybe the it's the it was the, all the makeup and the hairspray that somehow may gave him an aura of invincibility, and now he doesn't really do that anymore, and that's that cost him. It's cost I mean, yeah. virility. Yeah. Uh, Ironic. And also, it's the lack of cocaine and heroin in his system. It was just like creating yeah, actually this shell it. of immunity. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Is he like sober? Is that like a, a known no, thing? No, look at him. Does sober? he look sober? <laughs> well, look, uh, knowing sober. about Motley Crue's history, as we've watched uh, mm -hmm. on our Patreon episode, you know, it could just be a, a side effect of all the partying, the way he looks. Well, I, mean, I guess he's I know, not doing heroin, at least. Yeah, he's rock star. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I can't, sp I can't speak to it. But I know Nikki Six for sure does not drink. How do you know that? He's well, I mean, he I guess you. I don't know, you know for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Vince that he, Neil, says, yeah. he doesn't appear to be doing hard drugs, at least from my remote diagnosis. Like he looks like a drunk. He yeah. looks like yeah, like that yeah. first yeah. cameo was just he was slurring the words and he was just yeah. toasted. Yeah. It could also be prescription medications. We it don't could know. Be. That's fair. What do you oh, think it is? Give us a call. We yeah. we we're above speculating about Vince Neil's. Yeah, but you don't have to. Take, but yeah. you don't have to be two or three. Why not? That's the number two or three nine four three three six eight eight. Well, if he wasn't on painkillers before, oh boy. So there hospitals was, will get you. 
there was an updated story though, Rob. Like, what's his status today? They fixed, they fixed the trap door. No, that's the oh. most heartwarming part of this. It wasn't damaged. Motley <laughs> the floor of the venues, it's fine. <laughs> they were playing at the Apollo, where they like if you're bad, they just drop you through a hole in the stage. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> he just hit the wrong spot. Uh, according to TMZ, uh, there was a small gap between the speaker and the stage that Vince didn't see, and he fell through the crevice onto the floor. Should have done a few more ab- electronic ab routines there. He'd be able to see below him a little better. Was he trying to walk on top of the speaker? Like, what was he doing out there anyway? Come on, Vince. He didn't see where the stage ended. Hmm. Noah, you had a traumatic experience with a speaker. Did this give you any uh, flashbacks? <laughs> well, I didn't fall into the speaker. The speaker fell into me. Thank God. Not <laughs> thank God that it fell on you. But thank God but like, have I you ever? Like you, you got the lesser of the two possibilities. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know I don't know. This is a well, giant Take that that fall than have an eighty point. pound speaker fall on me. Maybe, yeah, she could have yeah. been killed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to diminish it. I just thought no, I think because that. you're okay now, I thought maybe falling off the stage would be worse. Well, have you ever uh, missed the last step of like stairs or just like not seen a step and mm-hmm. falling down like a, I don't know, like a foot feels like you're just falling for eternity? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's or just the worst. The other one is when you think there is another step and there's not, and you just you, your asshole goes into your throat. Yeah, it's <laughs> the worst. Rob has some DVDs where that happens. Oh, oh. <laughs> I have a stair fetish. That's not what I was Falling talking about. The asshole going into the throat. I got it. <laughs> so you do have them. You. Yeah. He said he's got I it. Both. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Vince, don't die, Vince. That's really the bottom line: is we don't want Vince to. So die, yeah, so we could feel good about goofing on him more. Wait, so I'm sorry, so Rob. So is he out of the hospital? Is he back home? He's out of the hospital. He's resting at home. Motley okay. Crue said uh, in a statement on social media, "Vince is back Motley home Crue? and resting." Yes, Motley Crue is banned. They're the main <laughs> Motley Crue social media account. Motley but they Crue? weren't. Wait, so he was doing a solo show playing yes. Motley Crue yes. songs, and now Motley Crue is commenting on his status. Well, well he's probably it's like too hurt to social tweet. media team. It's not like, yeah, it's oh, not like oh. Nikki Six is posting it. You know, it's just one of his reps. Uh, is uh, and so the post says Vince is back home and resting after breaking a few ribs on Friday night. Thanks, our love and best wishes for a speedy recovery and ready to rock in twenty two. Yeah, we don't care how you feel now, but just be ready for the tour, motherfucker. That's basically what that tweet says. So the tour was supposed to start in 2022 anyway, right? Is this yeah. correct? Yes. I was going to say, what the fuck? You got to yeah. what's going on now. Get the fuck back there. What do you need three months off for? It's just a couple of ribs. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> it's hard. To- <laughs> yeah. well, I wonder if there were solo shows. I'm sure there were some solo shows that got canceled, but I think I, everyone's a winner with that. Vince yeah. won't get hurt and people won't get ripped off. So that's you, fine. You might sound better. You don't know. Oh uh, I, do, I, I did want to read some comments from the uh, uh, post where I wrote, you know, uh, for you to suffer through that oh, joke. Because no. there were, you know, Motley Crue fans that obviously took offense to the sarcasm. 
Understandable. Uh, I so usually I don't you. side with the metal injection commenters, but that was a little controversial of a statement. Not yeah, no, I, I will agree. Uh, what Blurg writes, get over it, Pazbani. <laughs> Vince, <laughs> ne- <laughs> Vince Neil isn't the live sticker he used to be. Stop spamming the site with every video on the internet ever of Vince Neil. Fuck! Bro, uh, Pazabini or whatever his what? name is. Uh, and SquidHate69 chimes in. These shit articles generate clicks. That's all these shitheads on the site want. Yes, that is the business model. Yes. Uh, so is he even mad? I mean, that just sounds just like an explanation of what's happening. Then uh, Mledbetter Oh, is he yellow? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, writes, how many hit songs have you sung? Piece of crap. I mean, a karaoke. Ragging on somebody just trying to give his fans a little more. Three upvotes. What is... What is <laughs> He's just better? trying to give his fans a little more. Is that song Yellow Lead Better? That's the only thing I know. Pearl Jam. Lead better. I know, but like, what's what does that mean? What is a lead better? Isn't oh, that like M-L-E-D. some someone's name? Is it? Like some blues man. Okay, I didn't know. Maybe. I never really even thought about it. Maybe that's for the best. <laughs> there were there were a few right. people that, that were like, time to call it quit, Vince. Time to call it quits. Vince. What are the comments like for the falling off the stage post? Let's see. <laughs> that's why I have to disagree that he doesn't care about it. The fact that he's still going, even though it's kind of apparent that he should hang it up is because he can't he he needs he probably needs the attention i don't even think it's about money i I think it's really just what else is he gonna do some of them are nice some of them are cruel these comments some of them are i wish vince neal a nice and speedy and healthy recovery the next comment is he must have landed on his huge disgusting gut probably saved him Get that guy on the show. We can hire him as a writer. (laughs) I like that guy's Molly Molly Crusher just canceled their tour at Sal Walker's. Gene Simmons, don't you get any ideas? (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) Maybe laying on your ass for 30 minutes with a snake oil vibrator on your beer gut isn't the same as moving your ass around enough so your gut isn't heavy enough to topple you off the stage. Jesus. Oh my God. By the way, Sydney, uh, good idea. I will be marketing an ad <laughs> electrifier coming this autumn. Uh, Vince Neil got a call from Gene thinking it was going to be like well wishes for recovery, and Gene just wants to know. Uh, uh, recovery schmovery. Endorse my product. He wants to sell him a coffin. Uh, oh, Vince, you're getting better on. Never mind. I have I a, a, a I have a warehouse full of uh, unsold mezuzas. We can slap your likeness on it. Call them Vince Neil Zuzas. <laughs> sell like hotcakes. <laughs> sell some Vince Neil hotcakes. That too. At the end of the at the end of the post, I I, I wrote that everyone here at Metal Injection wishes Vince a speedy recovery 
and <laughs> Eurobeast comments. Oh, really? <laughs> Everyone at your office got together and was like, <laughs> yes, we all wish him a speedy recovery and wanted to be publicly known. All of us in the office did that. <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> I think he really, that guy who wrote that really thinks that there's an office. He just doesn't think you did that in it. <laughs> right? Am I right? Yeah. He thinks you're just lying that everyone in the office did that. Uh, Fart Step writes, you've been taking advantage of every opportunity to show how much you think Vince sucks and now you're wishing him a speedy recovery. Rob is either one, the world's biggest hypocrite, two, completely fried to the point that he can't remember what he writes anymore, or three, both. I think it's three. There should be a a ball of the above option there. I don't think, seriously though. I I don't think, I don't think, I think I could say he's an awful vocalist and should stop singing but I don't wish like harm on him. I want him to stop living. Yeah, right. exactly. Those two things are not are, are not mutually exclusive. You don't have to like want the person to sustain injury just because they suck at performing. One more exchange I wanted to read here. Uh, a lot of hate in the comments. Sad. Why spend your time writing hateful messages? The guy got hurt. I'm sure you would not want that to happen to you. And then ftw616 writes hey if i was making boatloads of money for consecutively sounding like poo i'd fall off stage too they could tase me bro light my toupee on fire fling monkey poop on me and just about anything and everything wanted to do since i was getting paid big bucks to basically suck that's ass backwards if i was getting paid for doing nothing strenuous at all i'd keep away from the edge of stages so i could keep doing it forever yeah right talking about by the way i love when they break out the sad oh it's so sad and first of all you're not sad that's such an internet cliche and you just know i associate that with trump immediately yeah though i will say i bet a lot of the commenters on metal injection are actually sad just in general probably true we have all the best people looking at vince neal (laughs) oh no he'll be be back on his feet in no time everyone's saying it can't wait can't wait great guy terrific guy We'll give it him the best advertisement, <laughs> whatever that is. Infermectin? Infermectin, I don't know. My, I forgot. My, I next even boxing, my, my next boxing pay-per-view will be right next to me. Oh, no. With, with my Hit son. him in the ribs. It's his Achilles heel. Oh, no. see, did you see what he said about Colin Powell? Yes. Yeah. Me and Rob were chuckling over it this afternoon. The worst person you know just made a great point. <laughs> What did he say? He said uh, Colin Powell's a liar that got us into the Iraq war. And he's like, you know, in more or less rude language, he just said he's a piece of shit and like, stop saying what a good person. And then at the end, he goes, you know. uh, Well, anyway. Well, anyway, may he rest in peace. Anyway. That's like the best Trump is like insincere and fake nice Trump. Here, let me. Okay, so uh, Colin Powell died. and he, Trump goes, wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes on Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction, <laughs> be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media. Hope that happens to me someday. <laughs> he was a classic rhino, if even that. Always well, that, being the that, first to attack other Republicans. That's where I go off the rails from what he said, because he is just, he's just a Republican. He's not a rhino. That's what they fucking do. They bomb things. 
just like and, he, and here's the here's the line he made plenty of mistakes but anyway may he rest in peace <laughs> i mean that, that's exactly what rob did yeah but anyway right? i wish you could <laughs> yeah but still you're right uh, I, don't, I, I can so say he's come. a war criminal and not wish for him to die of COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's exactly excuse. what Rob did in that post. Yeah, that's fair. I use the same technique as our former president. <laughs> you know, that's the Trump that needs to be, if he's going to be in the public eye, bring that one. That fucking boxing pay-per-view was so boring. It was just well-behaved Trump. It was like, who needs that? And you're just... Mitch McConnell. Like, I don't know if he was that well behaved, but I get what you're saying. Like Trump, on, like he, sassy Trump. Right. At towards the, the end, Trump. when he made fun of his own son for being a fat ass, that was like a, he was being a showered in, in, in fuck Joe Biden chance. I think <laughs> I don't know if that's right, but he didn't do anything to bring that. Yeah. He just showed up and people just do that because <laughs> that's fair. acolytes, you know. Well, changing gears for a moment. I do want to mention something for uh, all metalheads to be excited about, that it is the 50th anniversary of Judas Priest. Technically, it's actually the 51st year, but Judas Priest, 50 heavy metal years of music box set. It's out now. Listen to the specifically curated and previously unreleased collection, along with a reflections cut down in two LP CD and digital formats. And this is a very, very cool box set. You get to hear all of Judas Priest's classic. One of the all-time, objectively, one of the greatest heavy metal bands of all time. Check out 50 Heavy Metal Years of Music by Judas Priest. The granddaddies of heavy metal. And uh, Rob Halford actually revealed that he... Uh, was recovering from prostate cancer in the last oh, year oh. during COVID. He had to like uh, get a get some treatment, some chemical treatments for prostate cancer, and he had like it kept coming back. So is he in room? But he's all right now. now. Yeah, he's good now. For now, good, good guy. Wonderful bloke. Musician. We talk about a lot of people on here, and it's like a recurring theme. That we go, man, that guy's a great musician, but what a piece of shit. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you have to keep yep. juggling that. And he's just such a great guy. Like, he just seems, I mean, I don't know him personally, but he just seems like such a gregarious, like, good-hearted person. And like, you know, a, a, a role model for people that were in the closet and all that stuff. Like, just a really good human being. Yeah, I've never and heard it, anything bad. He's an avid metal injection reader as well, which is very Oh, so that's exciting. why you like him. That's not why I like him, but it's very flattering. He's the one that thinks you have an office. That Wait, this comment. Hold on. Do you think he clicked on that Vince Neil article? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, he's probably seen all my snark. Because <sighs> oh, that is. Robert. He's not that. Well, nice. what a, he probably he did. I, don't, I feel like we've talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's experienced too. He probably sympathizes. It's, it's something happens commonly enough but uh You're always when i put inter- in the funny speaker too far from the funny stage <laughs> i know that venue i told them i found the exact same fight away <laughs> i interviewed halford uh, last year and he thanked me for all the help i was doing for bringing heavy metal to the masses and all that That's stuff nice. and it was a very nice little compliment i melted in my chair 
He said, thank you so much, Jamie Joster. Yeah. yeah. Your no. website, Lamb Goat, is indispensable. <laughs> and other, the other woman who's in interviews with you, uh, Metal Sanaz, she's fantastic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You know. Now, now I just I'm gonna bring up the video clip. Oh, he's got a oh, Vince Neil falling again. You already brought it up. <laughs> well, no, because you've. I believe it's a joke. Right? No, what you guys do at Metal Injection. You're, you're a really important part of the metal community, getting the word out and spreading the messages about the new bands, especially, and for the old lions, the old guards like Priest and so forth. It's been great, Rob. Have a great weekend, man. Thank you so much. That means so much coming from you. Have See a you day. later. Bye. Bye. Is he wearing the same glasses and shirt while doing the interview that he is on the cover of his book? Glasses, probably shirt, I'm guessing, different. I don't know. It looked exactly the same. You could kind well, of see, and, and through the reflection of the glasses, you could kind of see the teleprompter that he's reading. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's his laptop. He Come read on. it exactly as Rob wrote it for him. That's very good. I kid. You know, I was doing that uh, Cockney accent. It sounds like more, uh, he sounded like more Welsh. Is he Welsh? I, never, I don't think I've heard too many like him speaking other than singing. Uh, I believe he's from Birmingham. Who? Not too good at picking That's not in Wales. Yeah, he, different British accents. But... The royal town of Sutton Coldfield. <laughs> I, now that I'm thinking. Yeah, it's Birmingham. I, uh, I don't feel like I've heard him talk that all that often. Oh, he's a talker. Maybe here and there. I do also want to mention Slipknot, one of the most thrilling and visceral music collectives on the planet, are excited to announce a return to the road for their incendiary 2021 incarnation of the Knotfest Roadshow. Support comes from three Grammy-nominated heavy music luminaries, which are Killswitch Engage, Fever 333, and Code Orange. The 28-date run produced by Live Nation kicks off following the band's previously announced Knotfest Iowa hometown show, Des Moines, Iowa, on September 25th. And the Knotfest Rochos are on the road right now. Go and see it. It's quite an experience. Knotfestrocho.com has all the information you need on tickets and remaining tour dates. And all stage monitors and speakers are flush against the side of the stage. So. Oh, good. No worries about Corey Taylor flying into the crowd unexpectedly. You will be safe, as will the performers. The team goes and checks the flushness of the speakers. And the benefit of performing in a mask is even if you fall off the stage and break your ribs, you just get somebody else in that mask and they don't know. The fans don't know the difference. Yeah. They probably have like Star Trek geek fans that can just tell by the guy's build that it's like <laughs> his shoulders are slumped a and little bit. Voice. That's not Corey. His voice, I you think, could just is play a track. No, you can't. I don't, I, of all the people, you can't do Corey. Um, is, there, is there an, is there an update on the MGK Corey Taylor drama? Anything new happened? Oh, no. Just curious. <laughs> Both fell off the stage. Uh, <laughs> if only. <laughs> Well, we know M- MGK once got powerbombed off of a stage, so he should sympathize a little bit with Vince. Maybe they could have him sing for Motley Crue. He already did their movie, right? So, like, oh, yeah. he's in the family. He's Tom have him Lee in that movie, right? Yeah. Close enough. 
Rob, did you see uh like they him and Megan Fox did this like very weird spread for GQ. Yeah. And she she was saying that when he was courting her or whatever, he like comes up to her and he goes, I don't know what she said to him. She's like, Oh, who are you? And he goes, I am weed. Didn't we talk no, about this last we week? We did talk about this last we week. Did? And she said, yeah. You smell like weed. And he goes, I am weed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, Jan Ozzy brought it up. Noah's yes. got a little uh a little Alzheimer's uh, GK crush. Just can't get him out of your head. No, it's Alzheimer's. No, no, no. Don't pretend. I know what's going on. I see that twinkle in your eye. I look, I it is a like a car wreck that I can't look away from. But it's mostly for Megan Fox because I think she's super hot and I just want to see what happens. They'll probably fuck. Oh, I mean, probably all the yeah. time. Oh, Noah and Megan Fox. All of the I above. mean, they're great for each other's career. They're getting each other all this lovely press. So are you saying it's like a Catherine Hepburn Spencer Tracy situation? <laughs> oh, oh, my so- God. Wow, that is the only time in the universe that anyone will make that comparison. (laughs) Darren, you just uttered a 100% original sentence. You can be very proud. That will never be said again. I may go viral. Who knows? (laughs) Tag MGK in the video. (laughs) And then you'll have to Google who all those people are that you just named. Yeah, we'll just have a bunch of boomers like suddenly listening to our show. <laughs> Spencer Tracy reference. 1939. <laughs> wow. And and also Noah has the Munsters uh, up there. Yeah. Too. Although it's the new Munsters, but still that appeals to boomers. I like that the spire of the house is like poking out of the top of her head like an alfalfa you know. hair spike. I really think a lot of boomers are gonna go hate watch this movie. I think which one, the Adams Family? No, the the monsters. You oh, the monsters up there. The monsters, sorry. Yeah, but I think because there's the boomers are so like provincial about their shows. Like I always see on Facebook, I showed Rob this. There was like uh, every I, I I belong to a honeymooners group on Facebook. By the way. My you just said the Facebook. second most original sentence that's ever been uttered. <laughs> My entire Facebook feed is now just ads, like three or four uh, groups that I belonged to from years and years ago when I cared about Facebook, mm-hmm. and like three people that I know that still use Facebook. And that's all on repeat. <laughs> anyone on, really under the age of 50 that actually uses it. But anyway, you go into these groups like Honeymooners and Columbo. These people are convinced that there's like a cadre of like millennials who are sitting in boardrooms trying to cancel the Honeymooners because there's fat jokes in it. And there's also like, domestic violence jokes. That's, that's probably right. the more serious issue if there is that's, one. That, that comes up too. Yeah. Like, oh, you can't like threaten to send your wife to the moon anymore? You know. <laughs> Remember a simpler time when that was normal? But uh, yeah, but the sh- like, as I want to point out, like the show's still on 70 times a day in like Where? every single city in the U.S. It's on like TV land. It's, you know, it's on all these it's on it jumps around. It's on cozy TV. Just and it's all these. It's probably the oldest show that's still regularly on TV. So yeah. if it disappeared tomorrow, that wouldn't be outlandish you'd just be like all right well 
everyone who re- remembers this show from when they were alive is now dead. So we could stop playing. Yeah. And they show all of the family that has N word in it. You yeah. know, they show all this stuff. So what, where's this canceling even happening? Just want to be a victim. Yeah. Who is anyone noteworthy in this monsters movie? Or is it all just like random, like friends of Rob zombie? Like I, I know almost nothing about it and don't remember anything jumping out at me, but the guy, yeah, I didn't, looks I like, didn't know anyone except for his wife, Sherry moon. The, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, um, the, uh, What's her name? Why can't I think of her name now? What's his wife's Lily? She looks like a good Lily, but the Herman looks terrible. The worst makeup I've ever seen. Look at that. What is that? Doesn't look like Herman. I mean, it vaguely looks like Herman Monster, but it's just a terrible job. It's Jeff Daniel Phillips is the actor. Who is oh, that? I did, right, yeah. I did see that and thought it was Jeff Daniels. Me too. Oh my God. Me too. And I was like, wow, he looks so different in that Frankenstein makeup. <laughs> And is this just a guy that does Rob Zombie movies, basically? I'm not sure. It looks like. I'm so bad with names and stuff, so I, I can't yeah. place who that is. Here's I mean, the, he's yeah, got a lot so of credits, but a lot of it is Rob Zombie stuff. He was in the Cavemen TV show. Remember that? Mm-hmm. The Geico Cavemen? I think this is a good makeup here for the dad, for the grandpa or whatever. Yeah. You know what it is? I might be I might be locked into my perceptions of the original cast too much, so I might need to give them a fair chance. But I just don't. Yeah, see what it looks in motion. That, the weird thing for me, like a millennial. I, I'm sorry, that yeah. doesn't look like Herman Munster. Too skinny. Yes, too skinny. I don't know how tall he is, but I sort of like my memories are smushed up between the original like '60s or whatever monsters, and then the reboot that they did on TV. In like what was it the late 80s early 90s they did the monsters today do you remember that no oh yeah so i so i can't remember who i remember from which one at this point i always thought that uh ed koch was the grandmother ed koch yeah i always thought he played the grandpa you thought that was al lewis yeah hold they on. sounded I similar i could see it they're both like old New York Jewy sounding dudes. What's the original guy's name? Al Lewis, I think. Come on, they look so much the same. Rob, cue up some Al Lewis footage. Yeah, it looks exactly like Ed Koch. So when I was a kid, I used to think it was Al Lewis was like wider. He's like chubbier, flabbier looking. Like he looks like Ed Koch here. Yeah. Ed Koch never had a mustache, though. Okay, now look up Ed Koch. Well, it's fresh in our in our minds. And then look up if there's a picture of the two of them together. There very well may be. Okay, so wait. Go to the one Ed- with him going like this with his fist to his chin. This one? Yeah. Uh. And he used to host the People's Court, right? Because I think that's where I used to to watch him. Ed Koch, did he? I don't remember. Yeah, I think like briefly before okay. they changed it to that other guy. To Mills Lane? Wasn't Mills Lane the host for a while or was that his own separate show? That might have been his own separate show. So that's so interesting. Uh, I remember. This is how I remember the monsters with the monsters today, except yeah. for Herman. Yeah. I Herman, remember. I remember. This Herman looks even yeah. worse than the current Herman. Yeah. 
This is the hermit I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And grandpa, but then the rest of them, I think I remember from the modern monsters. The, do you see the um the the far lower left? There was that eighties TV revival of the. Yeah, monsters. that's what we were talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said that I thought um Ed Koch was the grandfather in the monsters, but it, <laughs> ah, apparently it was Al Lewis. There is a resemblance, but Al Lewis used to be on Howard Stern all the time. Yes, he's great on that. Yeah, he's awesome. John Shuck oh, no. was that uh, was that the Herman Munster for the revival. He's like one of those that guys that's in everything. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the monsters today is streaming anywhere. I can't imagine. It's been canceled. Yeah, these millennials can't take the monsters. First they go after the monsters revival, then they go after the honeymooners. That's how it always happens. So they probably, you know. If anything, I feel like the Munsters would have been one that would be canceled by the old people because it's like demonic or something. Yeah. yeah. It's on Hulu and it's on NBC. So it's probably the, on the, the reboot. The Monsters Today. Uh, Monsters Today. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is surprising. There's, do you know what's the funniest thing? And not much was funny about that reboot. But one thing that was hilarious, unintentionally hilarious, was they took the theme song, you know, and they just put words to it. And it was like, we we went to, this is the premise of the show is in the song. We went to sleep 30 years ago, and we woke up with a brand new show. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. That's cute. Wow. (laughs) On the nose. Like, why bother? Uh, that used to be on syndication. I remember it used to come on right after Glow. I used to watch Glow. Oh my God. The yeah. Monsters Today would come Channel out. 11 on like a Saturday afternoon. Yep. And then eventually they got rid of oh, the roller games on. Yes. Oh, oh I, man. I love the roller cards. That was an awesome double feature Glow and then the roller games. Roller games was so good. If anyone doesn't know, they just had a roller derby, but it was like a work. It was like they had yeah. all these heel teams and baby face teams. It was totally planned. They story. Had actual roller derby matches. That's something they should bring back. Yeah, they tried in the in the early aughts, and then it just didn't have any ratings on Spike. Mm-hmm. It had to be campy. I feel like the Spike one was trying to be too much of a sport. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the monster. See, there were reboots even in the early 90s. Yeah. Hollywood was already out of ideas. I mean, there was so much shit. There was like five Gilligan's Island TV movies. Like they had the Harlem Globetrotters show up on Gilligan's Island. Like they were already wringing the shit out of everything they could back then. Yeah, all those Baywatch reboots. Oh, my God. Too many. Baywatch Nights. (laughs) 
That was that was hilarious. What was that show with all the WCW guys that was on the beach? That was a ripoff of Baywatch. Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise, right? Thunder in Paradise. In paradise. So like Hulk Hogan the girls was in that and pretty. Oh, Chris Lemon nice. or something. Yep, and Brutus <laughs> Beefcake. Wait, like all, that all was his the friends. Show? No, did you just think that was a dream you had? No, I mean like Rob started singing and he came to me, but I. I wouldn't have been able to place where I know that theme song from. Oh, Probably knew just it from, from Rob syndication. It over and over again. <laughs> oh yeah, Rob used to sing it all the time when we would hang out in high school. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this really is the Baywatch intro. So Baywatch. Like pan flutes. <laughs> this is the Quechua Baywatch. Quechua watch. Huh. Oh. My goodness. This has to be a Patreon episode. We should watch this on Patreon. Yes. I'm in. Let's do it right now. So it wasn't really the beach. Like, like a tropical, you know, Baywatch was in California. This is like their right? It's like in Hawaii or something. Oh, okay. Wait, this is not this is not the song we were singing though, Rob. It's Hold on. Oh no, bikini girls! Days. Hogan's gonna shoot the bikini girls. What did they ever oh, do man. to you? Mistaken identity, brother. <laughs> Friendly fire, dude. There's nothing about the girls looking pretty in this intro, Rob. This is probably like the last season. They really didn't know what the selling point of this show was. They were just like, it was. they thought it was Hulk Hogan. Okay. Oh, this was on network television? They got it. Uh, oh, it was yeah. on like Channel 9. It was another syndication type show. Yeah, Insta Syndication. Never had like a run on a network. It was like this and they came from outer space back to back. But I think this was on TNT. Though. This was like, because oh, was it was it? Like, like a companion to Nitro or something. Oh, okay. Right? Am I, I right, think Rob? they eventually bought the rights to it when Hogan went to WCW, but oh. he was doing the same. Okay, this is different. Here we go. Yeah, At what point does the IO digital cable shark pop out of the water? Hold on, let's wait for the hook. You need to look for season one. Why does he have an eye patch? He tried to use a uh, electronic ab roller and he put it on his oh, eye. No. <laughs> and then he fell off a stage and bit his, he hit his eye against the uh, speaker. No. Or maybe he was eating a chicken parm and some of the marinara sauce squirted him in his eye and it burned his cornea. <laughs> I feel like such a fat <laughs> And a cyclops, dude. Rob, what the, the show what is this? What the F Maybe are we the outro? I don't know. Chris Lemon's character is named Santiago. Oh my god. Oh my god. Cultural appropriation. Wow. Why is like Jack Lemon's son? Yeah. There we there it is. Oh, this is it. Okay. Oh. This is definitely a middle-aged white guy singing this, right? <laughs> yes. 
Wait, did you see that? Yes. yes. End title rich by Terry Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart, and John McClane. That might Wait, be that's Jimmy them Hart singing this? It might be. They wrote it. Singing. Yeah, okay. There we go. It's Papa Shango singing. <laughs> Wait, what do you say? If you mess with... Mess with him is like rolling the dice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so man. something good might happen. Hey, you might you win, win money. Playing with your life. Oh, Sid, it's just varying degrees of how much he's going to paralyze you. <laughs> shit give you a leg drop. <laughs> oh, man, this really well, just brought me back to being like 12 watching. I know. WWOR television. I think I know the ending because Widget the World Watcher would come on after what this. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's probably why you have it in your head, because it's like, oh, finally, the show is over. Now the show I want to watch can be on. Mm-hmm. But then just that earworm. Nobody knows widget no you didn't watch that as a kid on what is it is it a cartoon or it was an alien that like came to earth and observed find this the rest of the episode is just us going down to syndicated tv from our childhood rabbit hole yeah and i remember the intro whoa whoa widget the world watcher no i have this does not ring a bell at all This is probably why I like power metal. Have we seen Widget in this thing yet? Oh, there no. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. It's like the alien from Mac and Me, but he's purple. This is crazy. Noah, I... <laughs> I'll, I'll say my thing after. Marianne from Brooklyn talking? Find out what happens next in this totally awesome adventure. Noah, you're blowing my mind right now because <laughs> let me explain this to you. Okay. For 20 years, I've been trying to remember what this cartoon was. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. And to the point that I, I almost thought it was a whole hallucination of like, <laughs> I remember I loved this cartoon. And it was some purple creature. And I couldn't even, like, explain it. But, you know, I, I barely remembered it. But now, the moment that I saw this, I was like, holy shit, this is it. This is the cartoon that I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was obsessed with this cartoon when I was a kid. I was obsessed. That's why we're friends. Oh, my God. I'll tell you another syndicated show from Saturday afternoons that I bet you you will only just remember now as i say it they came from outer space yeah i mentioned it before yeah oh, oh okay. i love that show i don't think All i right. know that show it was live action it was like these two like slacker aliens like trying to just like hang out and mac oh to women. i did i did very much love this they had, show they yes mad dead powers from space and they used it to like take girls skirts off and stuff like that and yeah. finagle them into 
sexual situation. And like this guy was in like everything for like two years. Uh-huh. This guy wasn't he in like Ski School or one of those movies? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. I don't think I show. I was allowed to watch this or we didn't have access to this. Was this on cable? No, it was on just channel nine. Channel nine. They would just hang out at the beach and like like play volleyball and like then there'd be like a mild attempt at a plot and their, their powers would come into play. But really they were just like trying to get laid. He this guy was like the more reasonable one, right? And the other guy was kinda crazy. Yeah. Oh, this is just the theme. I thought there was going to be some of the uh, some oh. of the show. Um, oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Here, no, no, that's widget. Does the word incorrigible <laughs> mean anything to you? Now, now, dear, the boys are just high. Spirited, that's all. Exactly why a year oh. away at college is what they need. We'll teach them respect, responsibility, maturity. Oh. Squid visit. Get in here. That wasn't my fault. Yes, it was. You threw it. You missed it. I wasn't even playing with you. Are you both packed? No, but our clothes are. Oh, that actor. Where is he now? I wonder. Do you boys have any idea what it took Had to get you of, into Cambridge University? Like Robin Williams Gee, energy, not yeah, as much mm-hmm. talent. Also, a lot of Dweezil Zappa energy. Mm-hmm. And I want you to call me every week with a scholastic progress report. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Also, the man who plays the father, I feel like he was in a lot of things. Uh, we need uh, money. Money? I gave you enough to live on for a whole year. Let's rephrase that, Dad, mm-hmm. shall we? There's a difference, albeit subtle, between living and staying. And I, I am like totally <laughs> just been flashback to Saturday afternoon with uh-huh. like Thunder and Paradise, this widget, Zena. like ah, Xena and Hercules. Oh, Xena and Hercules double <laughs> oh, feature, and it was so funny because Hercules, the Hercules show with Kevin Sorbo, was yeah. the first to come out, and I loved it. I was obsessed. It was it coincided with learning about Greek mythology and like social studies. So it was like the perfect timing for me. I was all about it. And then Xena came along and I was like, oh, this is cool, but it's not like as cool as Hercules. But then like a year or two later, it was like, no, Xena's the show. Hercules is like yesterday's news. Boring. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it was all on syndication. It's crazy. None of this was on network. I guess it was on networks, but it wasn't on No, they didn't same no time all over the country. There wasn't any like like CW yet. This was just like they just pure syndication. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember uh, that Mortal Kombat picks. show? Yes. Com- yeah. That what was, was it? It was called Mortal Kombat, or what was yeah. it called? It was. A I do not remember episodic that. Mortal Kombat show, and it was that that was paired up with Hercules, I think, until Xena came out. Huh. Pretty sure. I don't remember <laughs> that at all. Yeah, that show was like really underrated and good and corny as shit, but it like it was for a kid sensibilities, it was very, mm-hmm. very cool. If I look back at it now, it's probably horrible, but I remember it fondly. Small I, Wonder, that was another one. Yes. I think oh, my yeah. favorite of those kind of sitcoms was Out of This World. That was the oh, name yeah. of it, right? With the girl whose with dad Vicky? was an alien, so she had powers. She was she a robot. Time. Oh, no, no, that's that's, that's Small that's Wonder. Oh, okay. So Out of This World was Evie. Yes, Easy. yes, 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 yes. She touched her fingers together to stop time. Yeah. 
Great show. I, I always wanted that I power. That. Yeah. <laughs> I would wow. rob people and look under a girl's shirts. That yeah. was what my dream was back then. If I had that power, I'd be Ew. rich and I'd see boobs. <laughs> Nothing about consent. No, he I did. I, I was too young kid. to know that that was a thing. Yeah. The musical voice of Marlo, California. Now for the 11 p.m. traffic report. Next time. And the mom on this was the lady from Saturday Night Fever. Really clear your oh, yeah. Donna Pescow. I just wanted the theme song or the intro around. Here we go. Other internet. No. Uh, <laughs> it's an optimum commercial, but not the, the one. Not the one like. that we like. No. Most of them suck. Yeah. There's no. Yeah, they're not fun anymore. Here it is. Like spaceships and planets. Cheapest fucking effects. Yeah. All these shows are so cheap. It's so crazy because you know you just bought the illusion as a kid, but watching it now, it's it's like wow, this is very lo-fi. Even you know, it's, it's like recreatable in Instagram it's great. filters. It's done. Yeah, no, it's it's great. It's great. It's it's just interesting how much simpler times were back then. I think even Hercules and Xena were kind of cheap. Like they were yeah. above this, but like they they did a lot with a little. Yeah, those Hercules sets were were definitely like low end. <laughs> like they had a budget, but not big budget. Anytime they could get away with being on a dirt road somewhere, they were always doing a scene on a dirt road. Maureen Flanagan. You know, for uh, some of our newer listeners and uh, watchers, I want to say this is basically what our watch alongs on Patreon are like. Yeah. You want to hang out with us, watch classic things. We have so many great watch alongs in the archives. We've done the Motley Crew movie. We've done Heavy Metal Parking Lot. Uh, we've done some movies, the Danzig movie. Uh, Santa with Muscles. Santa with Muscles. We've done a Hulk Hogan. What's the opposite of a classic? A turd? <laughs> I mean, the for Hulk Hogan, movie. that's a classic. Until Kiss the Phantom light takes us, I believe we did. Mm-hmm. Yes, so many. You can get it on Patreon. It's five bucks a month. In addition, you also get two bonus episodes a month and access to the video versions of our free weekly episodes. And this month's two bonus episodes, it's two parts. It's two-parter where we go through every track on the Metallica Blacklist, their album of covers of songs from the Black Album where they got you know, I don't know, 120 people and 100 of them are nothing else matters covers. <laughs> but we had a great time. Uh, some great reviews from our uh, patrons uh, really enjoy the episodes. So those are the bonus episodes this month. And uh, we hope you can check it out. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. That's the best way to support us. And, you know, if you don't have five bucks to burn a month but still want to support us, you could do so for free by liking us on social media on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, and uh, hit up our Discord. Uh, the invite is in every episode uh, description. And uh, you can hit up our Discord and chat with us throughout the week. It's nice. Also, be cool if you leave a rating and review on your podcast app about us. That'd be helpful. You know, I, I you mentioned the Blacklist episodes that we did. I want to just quickly say that I took a whole bunch of shit from people because mm. i said that uh the black album was metallica's 
second worst album. And I did, to be fair, when I we did the episode, I said maybe. I said I've been thinking about it, and I think it might be the second worst album. I didn't think I was really definitive because I think it's close, and I think I go back and forth with like uh like a reload a saint anger is the worst let's just get that out of the way that's the worst album and i'm not counting lulu that's not a real metallica yeah. album and all of that stuff but the lot like the studio official metallica studio albums saint anger is the worst and then i think there's just a whole little sort of hierarchy there and it's like low real i like load but reload death magnetic and the black album are all like jockeying for position there and I think just by fatigue, I think the black album might drop below the other two. Well, that's the issue because, like, it's also like their most successful album. Yeah. So it's hard to like separate. Like, can it be the worst if it's also the best for them? You know. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there must have been things. something about it to make it that successful, right? Like, there had it to was, have been something there. It was carefully cultivated to sell lots of records. And I think they made it that way on purpose and they succeeded at it. But that doesn't really make it great music. You know? And I just hold them to a high standard. Like I said in the show, yeah. I feel like they're just great musicians and anything they do, even Lulu has moments where it's their talent shines through, you know? Even the bad Megadeth yeah. albums are good. You know, some, some of it, them are good in moments. Uh, so it's not like the Black album's a turd. Yeah. I'm saying like on their spectrum of what they've put out in their career, I put that to the back end of it. The other thing I feel like is that I have, I'd have to say that probably more than half of Metallica fans, the Black Album is how they got into Metallica. Mm -hmm. So that fondness probably prevents them from ever thinking it's a bad album, even if they like the others more now. They can't, they would never shit on the album that got them into the band in the first place. But you were already a Metallica fan before that came out. Mm -hmm. So you're approaching it from, I think, a different perspective than most. Yes, and that's a very good point. And also, I would say I'm f happy to admit that I'm far in the minority on this. And uh, but I don't think it's that crazy of an opinion. Like I really no. think if you sit down and objectively listen to those songs, I mean, when we had to listen to them quite a lot, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it's just they're just some of them are good. Holier Than Now is a great song. Through the Never is a great song. But just some of those songs are ass. Like Unforgiven is just a bad song. I'm sorry, it's just not a good song. It's not because it's overplayed. It's like I know it's just a bad song, in my opinion. And nothing else matters. It's an atrocious song. Okay. It's all right for a ballad. It's just not a Metallica song. Yeah, it's fine. I, just don't, I don't. It's just trite. It's just if another band recorded that or not a metal band, I would still think it was just trite. You know, it's fair for me. I think it's more. I I, I can't really judge it anymore because it's just I hate it because it's so overplayed. Yeah, understood. So I, I feel like I can't give a fair assessment of it. Like, and I can't remember how I felt about it when I was first getting it. You know, like, oh, I thought you were going to say before listening to it 53 times in a row uh, on our episode. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> that is when I really started thinking about it again. Like, I'm not like I sit here jerking off thinking about the Black Album all the time. But like, I would hope not, especially if you hate it so much. Like, yeah, just a hate, a hate boner. But no, I don't. <laughs> But it just the fact that because we were doing an episode on it, I started thinking about it objectively. I was like, well, you know what? This is not good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my opinion. You can shit on me if you like. At the very yeah. least, it's in the bottom half. That's for, that's for sure. Yeah. 
all the classic albums of theirs are above it. All the ones yeah. that came before, and I would say also Hardwired is a much better album. And I would say the first Load is definitely a much better album. The set Reload is like the leftover junk from Load, I would say. And there's some good pieces in there, but it's like it's like the sessions of Load that didn't make the first yeah. album. That's how I look at it. So. But yeah, though the the classic albums are are way better, and their last album is just fucking phenomenal like real rejuvenation that they hadn't done in like really like 30 years i think so 25 years anyway i want to talk to it i didn't want to go off on a whole thing but i just thought it was funny that people were so mad about yeah. it i didn't think it was that crazy of an opinion but... you're like the you, you could give smith you... of metal on the what you're the stephen a smith of metal <laughs> your fiery takes they get strong reactions does that mean I'm gonna air on every on ESPN every single second of every day? Yes. For the rest of my life. Yes. Yeah, I can do, I can do and that. to be clear, those takes were all happening on our Discord. So if you want to rag on Darren's take, yeah. log into our Discord and rag on him there, and he'll he'll see it and please do feel very attacked. If 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 you know me, you know I'm not averse to debating with people. So. In friendly in a friendly way. I'm not gonna go into our Discord and shit on you, but. Okay. We have a channel for that. We like uh, we like to debate. We like. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. A very nice atmosphere in our Discord. It's very fun. Great people in there. A lot of great regulars. We got some new pop-ups here and there. They're always welcome. Make good contributions. How do people get into that, Rob? There's an invite link on our on our episode page. You could just get it there. What's the URL for the episode page? It's metalinjection.net slash livecast or just on your podcast app. The link is in this episode description. That's so crazy. A little footnote. Uh, I looked up John McGuire. And apparently before... Uh, Jim Johnston came around. He was Jimmy Hart's writing partner. He wrote a lot of WWF's music and then WCW music after but, that. But we don't know if he sang that song or not, if he was the reggae singer. Yeah, I think he was. I think, oh, I mean, wow. I, I'd have to go back. I, I thought I saw that on one of these pages. Thunder in paradise. He just looks like a guy that hangs out. Mess with us here without rolling the dice. Thunder <laughs> in paradise. It's such white guy trying to sing reggae energy. Uh-huh. I found a here's an article about him. So there's a big picture of him. He just looks like he hangs out in an OTB somewhere. <laughs> old man hat. R.I.P. a legend. Is he dead? Probably. Well, this is from October 2019. Oh, really? Maybe not. Oh, wow. Well, the flyer for his show. Huh. Apparently, he just uh, he just wrote a book. Yeah, he just wrote a book that came out this year. Wow. He's using the Stranger Things font. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen, buddy. <laughs> Be careful, JJ. That definitely looks like a picture taken with like with like Kodak film. That's not a recent picture. <laughs> he definitely had that printed at the photo mat. 
in like 1991. And he went and jerked off around the back by the dumpster. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I don't know. He just... that Does thing? he not in that picture look like he's the kind of guy that jerks off by dumpsters? Come on. Oh, absolutely. He does. But I Get thought a fucking you were going... Patch. See, I misunderstood your joke. I thought you were going for that's a thing. That's a reference for what people did with photo mats. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Just... <laughs> not a it depends on what the photos were of i suppose yeah oh imagine you just you, you creep shot somebody and then you just yeah. can't wait you got now in that society you just had to go and get them developed yeah and risk being found out then just you got the guy at the photo mat is okay with illegal upskirt shots and isn't going to report you <laughs> you could just couldn't wait to get home been waiting three weeks for these stupid pictures of me. Well, because he's probably so paranoid that the cops are waiting to arrest him that he might not make it home. You got to rub one out quick because it might yeah. be your last. Good point. I'm just I'm putting myself in that headspace. I'm not speaking from experience. Well, there's no photo mats now anyway. So it's not even an issue. <laughs> it's so sad. There might be one like, you know how there's one blockbuster. In uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe probably in Williamsburg. That still fucking develops, you know, your, your little uh, box your disposable cameras that you bought to go to Disney World or something. Do I, half our audience probably has no way. What the fuck? Like you had to develop your pictures? What does develop mean? Yeah. I don't think that, that that's that foreign. People still develop photos. I was a joke. I know. It's just like when people say, these young kids don't know what cassettes are. Like, they can Google it. You know, it's not like. And cassettes are in now. They're back in. Yeah, there's like a hipster revival for cassettes. That's and cool. Polaroids, actually. But you don't need a photomat to have Polaroids. Polaroids so. at least served a, a function. Like, they mm-hmm. were just a quick way to get pictures immediately. Yeah. But cassettes were, ter- even in the time, cassettes were terrible. Like, nobody liked cassettes. You got cassettes if you couldn't get the LP, if it was out of stock or. You couldn't afford it. You got a little shitty cassette and you would hear your song and then sss, like under it. No one yeah. liked cassettes. No, no. Why and they, the tape that? would rip. It's the whole fucking thing. It's annoying. You have to sit there with a fucking pencil turning the, the, the wheel around to get yeah. the tape to work again. And I fucking rewind that shit. What's the deal with that? Horrible. You want to get to that one part of the song that you love, you know? Now you can timestamp it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got to sit there with your stupid finger on the rewind button for like four hours. To Just to it. find the right spot. You rewound too much. You didn't rewind enough. You got to keep going. <laughs> uh, and that just damages the tape more. No, well, aren't, aren't there like markers now? Like, aren't there track markers? I think there started to be track markers, like, still even when track markers, but not like a specific riff part of the song that you want to hear you know yeah that's fair all right well that's why we prefer digital playlists like our metal injection live cast music break on spotify that's right we have a free playlist on spotify every week we each drop in a song it's nice we like uh and uh you can listen to it it's a nice little accompaniment to the show and this week I picked some typo negative. I've been listening to a lot of typo negative. I feel like October is the month to listen to typo negative. And uh, I picked everyone I love is dead. Because everyone I love is dead. I don't is that know. True? No. But it's just the it's the one hook that's been in my head the last two days of all. Why the is everything negative. okay, Rob? No. Oh, baby. 
Sad baby. You're as like, sad um, as your commenters now. But uh, might be like Nikki Six singing that song soon if they don't watch these just, gaps. It's very, very got. It's it's yeah. It's like a, he doesn't uh, love Vince. <laughs> you don't know me. Uh, so that's my pick. Uh, Sid, what did you pick? I picked the song Turncoat by the band Anti-Flag because um, Dan Ozzy, our good pal who was on the show last week, is putting out that book Sellout about band, punk bands signing to major labels. And uh, one of the bands covered is Anti-Flag. And he actually released a podcast this week where he talks to Chris Number 2 from Anti-Flag in more depth about the major label experience and stuff. And this is a song from their major label debut. And it just so happens to be about like George W. Bush and that whole administration and that whole era. And uh, Colin Powell. So RIP a lizard. Do you think that Dan Ozzy has his own curse of the podcast since Colin Powell died? Well, Colin Powell wasn't specifically mentioned in the podcast, so I don't think so. Mm. I'll give him an out there, though I'm sure Dan would love to take credit for that. I say he should get on the next week and talk about George Bush. <laughs> right? Pick him off one by one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a great song also. And the album's produced by Tom Morello. Wow. Derinsky, what did you pick? I picked The Headbanger by EPMD. The Headbanger. Nice. The Headbanger. Because I was just in that kind of old school mood. I don't really have an elaborate reason. just popped up. As I was getting ready to submit something, and I was like, I want to send some EPMD. Nice. Early 90s. So and Noah? Mid career. Oh, sorry. EPMD. No, it's okay. Uh, as a tribute to Mr. Zombie, besides my background, which you can't see if you're listening to this, uh, I chose White Zombies, I Am Legend. Where uh, is that from? The Sexorcisto. El mm. Sexorcisto. Um, so it's not in reference to Will Smith's performance in that movie. Well, that was a book before, yeah. long before White Zombie came out, so maybe it's about that. I'm hoping yeah. it's about that and not the movie version. There's also a band called I Am Legend who's great. Hmm. Is Will Smith in the band? I think uh, Jada's in the band. Oh. No. Willow. Let's see. No! Willow just put out a song with Avril Levine. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, she has <laughs> her, like a musical career, like a music career, right? Yeah, she it's just a rock following, album. man. She it's does. funny because a few months ago, my boss linked me to one of her songs saying how good it was. And I'm like, this just sounds like a shitty Avril Levine ripoff. And my boss was like, like, took offense. And now she's actually working with Avril Levine, so I'm going to rub she, it in his she, face. She, she cites Avril Levine as like one of her biggest influences. Oh my not, God. She's not bad. She's perfectly like fine. Like, no, I like it. Yeah, it's fine. Not great or anything. It's, it's spinning it's all right. in my house. But... I'm just like, I mentioned, like, I'm glad it, like, there's like rock in the mainstream. It's, mm-hmm. it's close enough. That's, <laughs> well, my, it's like that's said, my take. Uh, you said last week, and it's a good point, I think, is that, you know, you, they might start with something you don't give a shit about, but if it gets people listening to what influenced them, you know, yep. that's, that's a good step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Rob, let me ask you this. If she fell off a stage, is she rock enough that you would cover it? Ooh. Willow Smith. Sure. I covered the the single shoot of the Travis Barker. Well, that's just because you're obsessed with Travis Barker. <laughs> but also that's like sort of a rock connection. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's all right. She rock on her there own. you go, Willow. You know what you have to do. Yeah. Look for those big gaps between the stage and the speaker. You can't oh. just fall. Everyone will know you did it on purpose. Yeah. No clout chasing. <laughs> and also uh, wear a uh, Slayer uh, Angel of Death t-shirt <laughs> while you do it. <laughs> All right. It's time uh, to give a shout out to some people we love. It's our top live cast fans of the week. And uh, to be a top live cast fan of the week, it's on our Patreon. It's the $10 tier. It's everything again in the $5 tier. Plus, you get a little shout ski at the end of the show. I want to do it with the Thunder in Paradise outro theme. Hell yeah. Uh, playing. Oh, uh, hold on. <laughs> or you just sing it, sing it, and say the name. Yeah, I'm gonna sing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold, I want the music. No, like beatbox the music and say the name. What do you think I am? What do you think? You're crazy. Uh, where is it? Rob? Light your spliff. All this time. Let me let's start over. Yeah, give a shout out to my man Eric Benjamin El Dudarino, Dan R. Crock Destroyer, Sam I am. Indeed, Mayors, Kipper, Jander, Chester's Massachusetts, Dallas, Rob of Empiro, Hugo Likes Tacos, Lando Dengs, LaCroix, Doug Pinkman, who gave Rob the Hickey, Scooby Doo at 82. I'm off. I'm off. What? You sound, you're actually, you sound very similar. We have two left. Douglas, who are you? Never seen you. Hey, guys, it's Josh. <laughs> I go. like that for one or two of them you turned into the Iron Sheik for some reason and then you like Why recovered not? I'm back I'm back folks thank you for listening we'll be back next week fuck the thunder in the paradise <laughs> yeah why wasn't he on that show oh. <laughs> I like all these <laughs> <laughs> I'm the red